is the Fade 5 Podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets, you jack wagon. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. Tis indeed the Fade 5 Podcast presented by Suavecito Tequila. Dry January is nearly over. Get foobarred in February with some Suavecito. Uh, do it responsibly, please, and do it with some añejo. Uh, Lundy, the Super Bowl is set uh, right now in the desert, and I'm going to be uh, on Radio Row here in in short order, uh, live on the line, going to be doing shows uh, from the MGM Sportsbook at the State Farm Stadium property. And Nathaniel Lundy's going to be there as well, which means I have somebody to spoon and I can't wait uh, to hug and caress your lovely frame, my friend. Well, you just want to run your hands uh, through my hair. Um, and it's really, <laughs> it's got nothing to do with affection. It's got everything to do with jealousy, so. Uh, yeah, pure envy, no doubt yeah. about it. Uh, so here on the pod uh, for the next couple of weeks, as we you know slowly lead up to kickoff, which is going to take an eternity of Super Bowl Fifty Seven, we're going to feature a super duper prop of the day. And today, I figured, why the hell not lead it off with what is appropriate? Heads or tails on the coin toss. And right now at DraftKings or BetMGM. Uh, plus 100 either way. Now, Lundy, I was uh, looking up uh, some of the history on this event, and everybody seems to bet on this in high frequency. In fact, uh, BetMGM, John Ewing, tweeted out this morning on Monday that more people will wager on the coin toss than any basketball game this season. How crazy is that? Uh, so the history here, Tails has hit 29 times. That's 52% of the time, or excuse me, yeah, tails 29 times, heads 27 times at 48% of the time. Heads has the longest streak at five, tails the longest streak at four, but that has happened three times, and the most coin toss wins in Super Bowl history, the Dallas Cowboys with six, the Niners with five, the Dolphins with four, the Raiders with three, Patriots with three, and the Seahawks also with three. So we have no history tied to really the specific teams here uh, with uh, Kansas City and Philadelphia. But uh, we have a streak of uh, tails hitting more times than heads, 52 to 48 percent, as I said. So uh, I know it's a pure crapshoot, but I know you're also going to wager on this at even money. What side are you on? Heads well, or tails? Well, first of all, you realize there's some dipshit intern out there who's been keeping track of this crap for the last uh, right. 50 years, right? Like, there, that's it's insane to me that there's actually someone in charge of keeping track of that crap um, and can dig it up. You know, it's like every now and then when you get into the the, the Wayback Machine, all the stats and info stuff on ESPN. Um, the big question is, will it be the same officiating crew flipping the coin that did that piece of crap at Arrowhead uh, on Sunday? Uh, because that officiating crew, I don't trust. Uh, like it, the coin could land on its edge with those, <laughs> with those people. You know what They're I'm saying? They're going to bowl it instead of flipping it. Yeah, it'll be the equivalent of hitting the green double zero on the roulette uh, wheel. Uh, I'm going yeah. heads. Uh, I'm going heads. That's my call. I'm going heads. Uh, I have uh, no, you know, horse in this race, but screw it, I'll fade you. Give me tails, and you can track those results and all of our super special props. Now I got to now I got to write podcast. this. Now I got to write this down so that I remember that I said heads on January thirty first. This is this is really this is where you decide to go. 
This is where you decide to go. All right. Hey, I may even throw a little uh, OGP slash SGP. Hey, with I'm happy. Gods. Hey, you know what? Real quick, before we get to the five for today, Brad, you know how much I hate futures, right? I talk about that all the time. I don't like tying up my money. I don't like doing any of that crap. Um, I did some futures prior to the start of the playoffs, one of which, even though he is now out of the playoffs, Looks like it's going to hit. At plus 425, I had Christian McCaffrey to finish the playoffs with the most rushing yards. Ooh, you better hope that uh, Isaiah Pacheco doesn't go ham in the Super Bowl here in a couple of weeks. I had that. I had for any player in any game to have over 11 and a half receptions. That happened. That one's already already taken place. Um, I did have uh, I, I did have Stefan Diggs to have the most receiving yards, so I missed out on that one. But I am looking good because the other one that I had was for uh, the over under on the highest scoring game of the entire playoffs. Brad, it was at seventy four and a half. Wow. I took the under on that bad boy. So so far, I'm looking pretty good. So I hate futures. But those were up on the spreadsheet, folks. If you were paying attention, I jumped on those and it looks like I'm gonna do okay. Well, for Lundy's bankroll sake, keep the guns in the which means, which means it's absolutely going to be tails now that I've decided to throw something down. All right, all right, all right. I digress. I just wanted to throw those out there because I always harp on how much I hate futures, and I was like, screw it, I'm doing it this time. And now I'm going to get sucked in and probably lose all my money. Well, we got a lot of coin toss matchups tonight in the world of college basketball. Let's get after it with another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, numero cinco, let's start off with a plus money wager, a little two-leg money line parlay, all SEC all the time. Give me the Arkansas Razorbacks taking on Texas A&M at home in Fayetteville. And give me Kentucky, uh, the Wildcats on the road at a really uh, bottom-dwelling Ole Miss Rebels squad. Uh, Both those uh, teams win. Simply, that's all they got to do straight up. It's plus 104 right now. At BetMGM, why am I all aboard the must bus? Well, they got to limit their turnovers first and foremost because Texas A&M is an opportunistic defense, but uh, they've been outstanding at home this season at the Hogs, where they are 11 and one straight up in contest. They got to score the ball inside. You can take advantage of Texas A&M in that capacity occasionally, though A&M has been rather stout defensively inside the arc. Both these teams miserable from three. There's no doubt about it. But Arkansas has been strong get a little bit better here last couple of efforts from way downtown uh you look at arkansas overall number 48 in two-point percentage offense number 43 in two-point percentage defense and at home number four adjusted defensive efficiency in those dozen matchups Texas a&m they improve it to be road warriors this season four and two in uh away games uh, from a college station number four and offensive efficiency uh, on the, the road this season within SEC play uh, and number one as well, an offensive rebounding percentage. So here's the key for Arkansas. Seal the glass and win the battle inside. If, and I mean if, because they're a very inconsistent and erratic team, they will score the victory again at home. Uh, Kentucky, meanwhile, at Ole Miss, uh, Kentucky seems to be rounding into form. Yes, I know they lost that uh, massive game of the weekend at home to the Kansas Jayhawks, who got off the schneid in their own right. But you look at Kentucky, 
number 34 in all of college basketball to just a defensive efficiency when on the road this season, Mississippi can't score. Number 223 in two-point percentage offense, and uh, they're number 327 in three-point percentage offense. So uh, there is a lid on the bucket steadily for the Rebels, and I think it's going to be the case tonight as Kentucky since a mid-January, number 13 in Bart Torvik overall. That's uh, measuring all the particular efficiency standings there. So to recap, Arkansas, money line, Kentucky, money line, plus 104 at BetMGM. Lundy, fade or follow. We said it last week. People make fun of us for these, but they build your bankroll, folks. They don't have to be sexy. All they have to do is give you plus money, plus 104, plus 110. Maybe you get crazy with the cheese whiz. You get up to like a plus 125, 140. That's a smart place to be able to be. I want to ask you, though, Brad, real quick, your thoughts yeah. on this one, because I was looking at the total in the Arkansas A&M game, and the, I kept thinking under, under, but now it's come all the way down to 137. And I think it opened at like 139. It's bouncing down the other direction. Do you stay away from it or do you counter bet it now? Because that's a really close line. But I, I, I actually have a feeling with this close game that it might now be one where it's gotten low enough at 137 that now I might want to go the other way. Torvik's got it at 140. Yeah, they, they do. And uh, you look at uh, Ken Palm right now at 141 overall. And you know Arkansas style of play is up and down. They're the third fastest team in the SEC, number 77 fastest in the country, according to the Adjusted Tempo stats at KenPalm.com. Now, A&M, uh, they want to try to sock it face and try to keep it at a half-court setting. They're north of number 200 in Adjusted Tempo on the season. And within SEC action, uh, they're number 11. I think the home team is going to dictate the style of play me in this too. game. So yep. as a result, uh, give me the Razorbacks. Go Hogwild with. I'll take the over. Yeah, see, I, and that's actually what I'm thinking too. Because I, whenever I see the the contrast in the tempo, at least for me, and I know you dive into this a lot more than I do, but whenever I see the contrast in tempo, I will always lean towards the home team to be able to flex their muscle just a little bit more, whether that's to slow it down or whether that's to speed it up. So the fact that this total came down – to about 100, I think it's 137 flat at DraftKings um, as of this morning. I started thinking, you know what, now I think is the time that I might flip the script and take the over because it has come down, like I said, I think about a point and a half or two points since the open. And so now I love this money line play, but I was looking at the total in that game because of the fact that it moved. So there's my little early bonus pick. I'm on the over if you can get it at that 137 that I just talked about that DK's got it posted at. Money lines, stay. Are quite divine. Number four. Ah, uh, numero cuatro. Let's go to the Mountain West Conference uh, League that I absolutely love. Right now, uh, most of the power ratings of the fifth best conference in all the land of college basketball. Let's go with a dungeon dweller in the Air Force Falcons. Better than you think. Uh, they're at home taking on Boise State. And I'm going to do this for the Springs. And I'm going to aim high as well. Give me Air Force plus the eight and a half best line right now. At FanDuel at minus 110. Now, I don't want to discount uh, Boise State at all. They're number one in Mountain West action. Effective field goal percentage offense and effective field goal percentage defense. However, here is the key stat to know. And you could sort this data at Bart Torvik. And I know you might say, oh, this isn't really relevant at all. But there's enough of a sample size here uh, to determine otherwise. Is In road games this season... Boise State is number 245 in the nation 
and three-point percentage D. Why is that swing, uh, that statistic in particular, because Air Force is highly reliant on three-point shots. 45.7% of their shots, to be exact, come from distance, where at home they're netting 38.1% of those long-distance attempts. They're also a very good interior scoring team, uh, shooting 58.1%. Uh, inside the arc at home uh, where they are number 25 in the nation and effective field goal percentage offense. They also were the elites overall on the entire season and assist to field goals made. They share the sugar beautifully. Number seven in that category. So it's all about Vanderschwang. Uh, that is the name I did not make up. He plays the Air Force Falcons, a uh, breeder and Taylor. If they're knocking down their outside jumpers, I think eight and a half is way too many. The Boise State, uh, no doubt in my mind, is going to be a tournament team, probably somewhere in the seven to ten seed range, and it's going to be a dangerous squad to attempt to bounce from the field of 68. But here in conference play, aim high! Air Force plus eight and a half against Boise State, minus 110 at Vandal. You know, when you've got a team that plays as slow as Air Force does, yeah. uh, you, you hope for them to be able to cover. you got to be able to make the threes. You brought up the road stat for Boise State. That's a great number, the fact that they can't hit them uh, when they're on the road. But you're exactly right. It's, it's what Air Force relies on. Folks, 347. That's where Air Force ranks in adjusted tempo. 347. If you slow down a game, you're at home in the springs, Boise State is good. Boise State should win, but Air Force should be able to force the tempo in this one. I'm going back to the rule that I just said a second ago, talking about Arkansas. When it comes down to tempo, I will always side with the team that is at home to be able to keep the tempo where they want it to be. Air Force likes to play very, very slow. Um, much different than the Jets, by the way, that like to buzz past my house uh, since I live <laughs> on the south side of Denver. And those guys, those F-16s frequently are flying yeah. over my house. Um, so a little different uh, than the way the Jets go. When they're out there on the court, they are about the threes. They're very deliberate in their possessions. They slow things down. I think they can keep this close. I, I think Boise State, this may be a real, uh, uh, this may be uh, like a, a, a double layer of Old Spice, Brad, because I think we may sweat this one out because I'm feeling Boise State by seven, maybe six. So this could be one of those. Let's not get Hawaii'd like we did last oh, week. Oh, God, yeah. Um, let's not have that happen to us. But I'm going to follow you on this one because I think Air Force and their tempo is going to slow this thing down and keep it close. Cue the key sweat in the background. It's all about that Air Force slow jam. Number three. All right, let's go to battle the Big Ten on the road and a resurgent Indiana team catching three, plus three at Maryland against uh, the Turtles there. The Turbs minus 110 available at BetMGM. And I'm going to take the Hoosiers here plus the points. They could win this game, honestly, straight up. You look at Maryland, very mediocre in the advanced analytics categories within Big Ten action. Number 13, an effective field goal percentage offense. And number 11, an effective field goal percentage defense. Uh, they're shooting 51.7% inside the arc. That's something, you know, not to scoff at, but only 31.6% outside of it within conference play. Indiana is getting healthy. Race Thompson is back in uniform, and that is a key cog and a major shot in the arm for this team. 
uh, on the entirety of the Big Ten slate. They're number two in effective field goal percentage offense and number four in effective field goal percentage defense. So with the upper tier there, uh, they're shooting close to 40% from distance in league play. They are number one in three-point percentage in that category. Also, similar to Maryland, uh, netting over 51% inside the arc. Yeah, they're three and four in true road games this season. And their three-point percentage D on the road is number 320 in college basketball. So they got to get out and defend, challenge, and contest some of those outside jumpers from the turfs, but, uh, you know, I'm sorry, Donatello. I'm sorry, Michelangelo, Raphael. I am going to fade you. Give me Indiana taking down that turtle power of Maryland, plus three, minus 110 at BetMGM. Lundy, fade or follow. I'm just, I, I'm okay with taking the points, but you just said you thought they were going to win. Come on, just, just nut up, my man. Take them on the money line. Come on, do I, it. I, do I, it. I, safety first. Safety okay. first. Uh, I'm I'm a safety last kind of guy, Brad. <laughs> yeah, um, I fuck out with you enough to know. I that mean, is I'm just kind of you know. I mean, safe, safety, safety. Well, I mean, maybe not last, but like safety third, safety fourth. I can. Hey, hey, fifth. Lundy, do you want another beer? Hell yes, oh, uh, Brad. Yes. Uh, another beer? Uh, yeah, make it uh, double tequila, please. Yeah, screw safety. safety. That's that's exactly uh, that's exactly what it is, which is why more than likely uh, you and I uh, are going to uh, wake up somewhere um, weird uh, in Phoenix Fuzzy. next week. Yes. Um, without remembering certain things, we may try to actually uh, break onto the court uh, and shoot some free throws. Uh, there at the arena uh, in Phoenix. I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure the sun. Oh, well, we're hey, we'll break into GCU, and yeah. we'll make it. Let's have some fun. Um, I'm, I'm with you on this one, but I kind of like your call that you think Indiana might pull it off. So I agree with you. I'll take the safety. Might I put a half unit bet on Indiana just to win it straight up? Yeah, actually, I might. Uh, Evans, have some waivers. Take the money line. Nah, give me Indiana plus three. Number two. All right, in a game that is uh, surely going to be on the tube at uh, Casa de Lundy, Kansas, uh, trying to get their vengeance. And uh, will revenge be theirs against uh, their rivals in Kansas State in a Sunflower State battle? And I say side with the Tang Gang, but uh, with some conditions built in on an OGP, I'm going to take Kansas State up. To plus 12 and a half on that all spread and on an all total i'm going to take that line down to 140 and a half and take the over both those events hit uh against ku plus 100 at DraftKings sportsbook remember in the first game uh, it was a two-point victory uh that was in the 80s uh for kansas state uh they're in manhattan and everybody probably their great-grandmother honestly is going to be on kansas tonight uh but this is a very middling Jayhawks team. I know they got that enormous win on the road in Lexington, uh, which uh, got them, you know, off the shine and broke their three-game losing skid. Uh, but this is still a Kansas uh, team that is dead last in the Big 12 in three-point percentage defense, giving up 36.1 percent along the arc. And on this season, they are 100 plus, uncharacteristically so, in effective field goal percentage offense and effective field goal percentage defense in home contests, uh, where they are 10 and 1 this year. So the record is lopsided. Uh, but the underneath the surface analytics, uh, 
definitely swayed my opinion here because Kansas State uh, is the fastest team in the Big 12. They are number one in the conference in effective field goal percentage offense. Defensively, uh, they're relatively lackluster. They're now challenging a ton of shots, uh, but they got uh, Tomlin, who's a decent rim protector. They are number eight in adjusted defensive efficiency uh, and a team that's given up 52.7% inside the arc, but man, do they share the sugar wonderfully so. Number one in the conference in assisted field goals made. So I think ultimately, and they're a very good three-point percentage defensive team, so they get out and extend their arms often uh, in contests. I just think this has got to be way too many points. Uh, the story here, really, it's been a theme all season long. You back Kansas State, chances are you're going to make some money. Uh, because they have been covering machines. So, again, with safety first, uh, built in on this OGP, gave me K-State, plus 12.5 on an alt spread. Uh, give me the over of the game on 140.5 on an alt total against the Kansas Jayhawks. Both those events occur, plus 100 at DraftKings. Lundy, fade to follow. I can roll with you on this one because I can still, my wife would still be happy. Um, yeah, Kansas, really I think, is winning this game. Kansas is winning this game. Um, I, I absolutely believe it. I believe they've got the revenge. I believe they're back at Allen Fieldhouse. I also believe that Grady Dick won't keep throwing up bricks because um, he's had a couple of games. I mean, this guys he has got such a great shot. Son of a bitch, he's fun to watch shooting the ball. Yeah, um, he really he, he's got a He's got a beautiful shot, but he's also had some games um, over the course of that losing streak that they had. I mean, him not being able to be um, the same kind of threat from the outside at certain times of the games, I think is part of how that losing streak happened um, because he just wasn't hitting the way that he should. Um, but all of that said, I think K-State can keep this. Frankly, I think they can keep it within single digits. Um, you know, K-State's a good team. And but it is Allen Fieldhouse. It is the crazies that will be there. They may not be the Cameron crazies, but holy crap, man! I, I, my wife took me to a game at Allen Fieldhouse. That is a that that's an experience, folks. That's a that's a. a, a let, let me be honest. It's a cult. Um, <laughs> it's, it's nuts. Um, so I, I think Kansas defends uh, the home court. I think they take care of business there. But I do think K State keeps it close. And I love your call on taking the alt total uh, at the one forty and a half because I do think we're going to see some scoring tonight. Don't be a dick unless your name is Grady. Back Kansas State number one. Numero on the feed five today. Let's go back to the Mountain West Conference and a colossal matchup uh, that probably is not going to get a ton of pub, but really should. Uh, in Reno, give me Nevada plus two and a half uh, there at home against visiting San Diego State to minus 110 at BetMGM. Now, honestly, uh, last night there was considerable line movement on this, and I grabbed this line when it jumped. I mean, it bolted up to plus four, and I was like, what the hell? Uh, Nevada, you know, got the flu or something? I mean, this doesn't make any sense. Maybe they got explosive diarrhea, and they're not going to get that fixed anytime soon. Uh, and then the line came back down this morning at plus two and a half, and I still think there's value there because I still believe Nevada has a really good shot of winning this game straight up. Why? They are undefeated at home this season, 9-0, and oh, where they are shooting 58.2% inside the arc. Uh, and they're also number 42 in the country in adjusted offensive efficiency in those uh, Mountain West contests they participated in. And two as well, number two in adjusted defensive efficiency within the Mountain West uh, this season. Uh, you look at uh, Nevada, 
in tight games, I like them especially. And this one should be one that's nip and tuck all the way down the bitter end because they make their free throws. They're shooting close to 81% from the charity stripe in Mountain West action. Uh, you look at San Diego State. Uh, this is a faster version than we've seen uh, prior iterations of. They're number 170 in Asian Temple. How Nevada is playing at a slower pace than they are which is a really unforeseen, uh, rather unreal Nevada number 239 in adjusted tempo on the season. But San Diego, a number one in the conference in adjusted offense efficiency, and number three in the conference in effective field goal percentage. Defense, uh, they're shooting over 40% from three, but they are dead last in two-point percentage offense. So that is the key in this game. Nevada has got to attack downhill. Kiss it off the glass with a kiss. And if they do that early and often in this game, hit a couple of threes uh, and play uh, to their level that they normally do defensively, and the home crowd really feeds off that on-court energy, I think the Wolfpack oh, covers the two and a half and may take this on the money line. So Lundy, fade or follow Nevada, plus the two and a half against San Diego. Save those Aztecs, minus 110 at GM. Fade, good sir. I'm on the Aztecs. I think they give Nevada the first home loss. Uh, I think it's. Yeah. Uh, I think the little home loss uh, streak will happen here. I think it's um, it by two or less. That'd be great. I, I I hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. But I actually think San Diego State winds up covering uh, this one. I will lay the two and a half. I'm. I, what I may wind up doing is saying forget it and taking San Diego State just money line. Um, cause again, I, I, I think they're going to win. I, I just, I do, I don't know. It's a gut feel. Um, but I think San Diego state gets this as much as everything over the course of the last three weeks, everything in the mountain West has been about the home teams because the separation between the top and the bottom of that conference is all about home record. It's all about defending home court. That's what's been happening in the mountain West. Um, but I'm going to, like I said, I got to fade you on this one. I, I actually think San Diego state gets the job done. I don't like, um, I, I don't like the idea of the two and a half points. I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and side with S D S U and, right. uh, and Ron and Ron Burgundy. Uh, you, yes, you are. And I'm going to continue to roll the dice, which is only appropriate when you were in Reno, Nevada. It's bonus time. Lundy, what the hell else are we gambling on tonight? Uh, well, let's toss in a, a couple things here real quick, just because uh, the NHL is about to go on their all-star break uh, for the weekend. So there's not a lot of games on the schedule. In fact, there's only three on the schedule tonight. There's two of them, though, that I really like. Folks, the Columbus Blue Jackets are the worst team in the National Hockey oh, League. It is sorry. that simple. Uh, they are at home. They are taking on uh, the Washington Capitals. Ottawa, meanwhile, is on the road taking on Montreal. Montreal just lost Cole Caulfield for the entire season, which sucks. God, he's a fun young talent to watch uh, out on the ice uh, for Les Habitants. Uh, but that means their injury list is up to seven. They have seven dudes out. It's starting to feel like me watching the abs lately. So we are going to take Ottawa on the money line. We are going to take Washington on the money line. You put those two together, it's a plus 126. Um, which I'm actually kind of surprised. I expected that to be closer to even money because Washington and Ottawa both are heavy favorites in this one. But DraftKings will give it to you at a plus 126. If you want to bet them individually, I also like Ottawa to do it in regulation. I like Washington to do it in regulation. So if you really want to get crazy, you could parlay those two together. You're going to jack the number up even higher 
than that. And then um, let me snag. Hold on. I've got it on another screen. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. Here it is. Uh, Brad, I did uh, some alt-line totals on the late-night Mountain West tip. Uh, oh, yeah. Let me know, you got me. Let me know you said what, Mountain West. Let me know what you think about these. Fresno right. State and Wyoming up in Laramie. I'm bumping the total up to 133 yep. and a half, and then I'm taking the under uh, in that one. And then between UNLV and Colorado State, that one being played in Fort Collins for the Rams, I'm taking the total down to 138 and a half and then playing the over. So again, yes, alt, alt line Wyoming to 133 under. Colorado State UNLV to 138 and the over you put that together at DraftKings plus 125. Oh, that is downright sexy. Uh and you have me a Mountain West. I mean that that is the phrase that pays uh, for yours truly because I cannot well, I'm always chasing I'm always chasing late night which means I need Mountain West, I need some Big West. Uh I need I I, I don't know WCC. I just yeah, need, they, Big Sky Maybe they could start playing hoops uh, at the Yellowstone Ranch. I could bet on that. Um, I'd, I'd be up. I mean, I know my wife would watch because she's in love with Rip. So, uh, you know, I'm just saying we, we could probably turn that into a, a Yellowstone basketball tournament. But that's what I got for you. I love that alt line. And we got the play that we can do tonight in hockey as uh, the NHL gets ready to go on their break. Uh, and by the way, I love uh, wagering on hot pickup games in Guam. Uh, just uh, putting it on the record. Uh, I've got one bonus time play in one only, and I created a graphic for it so you guys can see this. I love these Moneyline Parlay plays. And I, and I have been cashing, if you've been following the spreadsheet, uh, on these routinely. I had another one last night at plus 250, and often some of the sports books throw in like a profit boost if you do uh, like three-leggers with a minimum odds of plus 300 per leg. Uh, and this is one that it doesn't qualify with a plus 300 per leg. It did last night. It doesn't anymore. But on this three-legger, all these teams got to do is win straight up tonight. Give me Mississippi State. Uh, they're taking on one of the worst Power Six Conference schools in South Carolina. Yes, I know it's on the road. Uh, but they are going to defeather the Gamecocks and win that one with these uh, with their top flight defense that was on display against Alabama. Uh, recently, uh, get the Dukies, baby, at a home against Wake Forest and what should be an up-and-down affair. Wake doesn't play a lick of defense. Uh, well north of number 100 in effective field goal percentage defense on this season. Duke, a team that's been wildly erratic in their own right, but again, inside camera, the crazies are going to be hooting and hollering because Duke is going to get the victory. And they give me Miami, Florida, taking on Virginia Tech. Uh, in South Beach, uh, I saw about Isaiah Wong, who is uh, strong, long, and down there to get the friction on. And that is certainly going to be the case uh, for him tonight. One of the better backcourts in college basketball the Hurricanes possess. Uh, Virginia Tech has been rather unlucky so far this season. Look at their ACC record. Uh, but Miami, I believe, holds home court. So Mississippi State, Duke, and Miami went straight up plus 133 at DraftKings Sportsbook. And I'll throw one more in. Uh, Alabama. Uh, I know there's been line moving all over the place. I grabbed a minus 14. I saw as high as minus 16. I maybe play this up to like minus 16 and a half tonight against Vanderbilt. I know Vandy has been dandy on the road and covering against the likes of Tennessee and Missouri and Texas A&M, but Alabama played terrible basketball in their last game. Uh, they got the, you know, the brakes beaten off of them. Uh, I think they're going to come out and smoke, smoke, Vanderbilt and Jerry Stackhouse and company. 
at home. So I'm going to lay the chalk there. All right, I am out of time. And so is uh, Mr. Good Sir Nathaniel Lundy. Uh, we got to pack or do something. Think about packing pack. anyway. Uh, I'm pack. not packing this early. No way. What, no what way. are you talking about? What are you talking about? You know, the best the best part of it is at least we're going to Arizona, uh, which means um, I mean, my car was I'm I, I'm sick of the damn snow and ice here in Denver. Brad, <laughs> get me a bad the winter. hell. Get me the hell out of here <laughs> and get me down to Phoenix. Just I know I just got back from Mexico. People are like, Lundy, shut the F up. I mean, you just got back from vacation in Cancun for crying out loud, folks. It, we are going five straight days here in Denver where the temperature has not gotten above freezing. Five in a row. Yeah, that's is, that's a normal January in the Midwest. Oh, Come on. yeah, but 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 screw this, man. Like, I'm pretty sure my wife wants to go to Radio Row with us. Like, I think she's willing to like be a wrangler or you know like help engineer the broadcast. Anything to get the hell out of here. Yes, and we are very much looking forward to getting the vitamin D level up. Uh, drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. Helps us out, would you kindly? Also, feed or follow us on the Twitter. Check out Lundy's free picks on his spreadsheet at Nate Lundy. I do the same exercise. Follow me at Noisy Huevos for Nate Lundy. I'm Brad Evans. Until next time, as always, feed or follow. That is up to you.